Live another day. Mirrors can't talk. Luckily for you, they can't laugh either. A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 11, a show that doesn't purposely break your brain, but Jin is doing the notes again, so strap in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Each episode, we're going to check in, have some laughs, and talk about the lore of Warcraft 1 or maybe two topics at a time. My name is Jin, and I failed to put a joke in here, and I'm joined by (laughs) someone who also needs to have a joke inserted here. It's Allie. (laughs) Hi. We're just we're just full of it today. Full of all those jokes. Oh, so many jokes. I like I would <laughs> put in brackets need joke and I, he did. I never found one. Never. I thought we I thought we would join the call that you'd be like, oh, yeah. And, you know, and then put a joke in there. And I forgot. And so I was like, he's doing notes. It's it's fine. I'm just going to sit here and drink my, my, my drink. It's fine. But mm, I forgot. That's OK. What are you going to do? I don't know. Making fun of my you, forgetfulness is funny, I guess. See, I'm not going to make fun of it because instead of doing a joke, he put visual aids into the show notes this week and it's pretty fancy. Yeah. Screenshots. <laughs> there are screenshots in here because there are a lot of them. It's fancy. Yeah. Well, before we get into what the screenshots look like, you might be able to guess <laughs> since I'm doing the notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Allie, what have you been up to this week? Oh my, what have I up to? Well, my raid finally cleared normal Nathria. Congratulations. Last week, so that was pretty good. I don't killed 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 Daddy D and got a couple of upgrades and I really like that fight. Have you done that fight yet? Yes. I, I can't the remember. Catalina Wine Mixer has also cleared normal and I'm That's very right. Happy. Okay. Yeah, I did I do really that. I really like that fight. Um, so since I'm a warrior, uh, you know, when you get the, 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 the people, the cultists or whatever that are doing the channel, you have to go kill the, the thing. Yeah. Um, I always like jump over to the other side where normally the range deal with it because when you jump over there, it's way easier to deal with whatever the, the, the sword, slicey blade the sword thing going on. thing. Cause if you're standing yeah. right on top of everything, they're just crisscrossing all over the place. But when you're over there, it's just like, <laughs> oh, nice. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, I learned that the, uh, I wouldn't say it the hard way. I just was like, I was like, oh, let me help the range because we're kind of a melee heavy team. And I was like, I'm doing this every time now. This is so much better. <laughs> this, is, this is my life now. <laughs> yeah, because the first time we did it, I died to that stupid mechanic because there was little red yeah. lines everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I mean, at first it feels like a lot, but once you kind of learn the ebb and flow of the fight and mechanics and whatnot i i like it i like it a lot i uh, i really enjoyed it too although look i we i love the catalina wine mixer they're a great group of people but we i do have one one funny little thing that, I, that i'll say now you can either say that they did a good job by explaining the the fight in great great detail but it took them like 20 minutes <laughs> to explain it in great great detail <laughs> 
but then I can't really fault them because we one shot it after they explained it in great, great detail. Nice. So. It took us three shots. <laughs> so one, one shot is good. We so we struggled because we we have a fairly large raid group right now, and we're we're not necessarily casual, but we're not hardcore either. And we have like a few people who DPS is a little low. And, you know, that first section, if your DPS is not, you know, quick enough, you're not going to get past that first part because you will die. Yeah. Yeah. Before you, you go down to the middle and stuff. It's like we like our our kill, like our, our final our, our final pull reaction at the kill, like just like a half second longer or shorter and we, we would have died. Like it was like that, like borderline. It's like we're going to all die. Oh, my God, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> and we went on to kill him, so it was good. Nice. <laughs> Let's see what else. I was able to get, because we did kill Denathrius, I was able to get my best in slot, holy legendary memory. And so I made, went and made that 225. I'm going to hold a priest. So that felt pretty good. Yeah. And I did Twisting Corridors. The first, just the first layer. Did you actually finish it? That was a lot it? of fun. I did. So I did it for the stream that one night and I definitely did not finish it because it was late and I was tired and goofing off instead of actually, you know, picking good abilities. But on Saturday, my husband and I did it and uh, yeah. we we got through all of it and it was a lot of fun. It's more fun with a friend, I've decided for sure. I also but, will have to agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done it with a friend yet. It's not fun when you get to about floor 15, 16, and they're like, yeah. I'm going to stomp your face in, little man. Yeah, if you so I noticed from 11 to 12, there was a big difference in damage going out. But again, I hadn't been taking it seriously at that point. I wasn't taking you know the best powers. I was more just goofing out and having fun. But I definitely felt that because after I ended my stream after floor 11, and I'm like, I'm tired, but I'm going to try one more and see how it goes. I'm just dead. Like, okay. And I'm done for the night now, (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun. I'm still enjoying Torghast and all of that. So that's cool. And just working away and trying to get anima and upgrade things. And I think my, one of my favorite moments of late though, was last night (laughs) in Ouroboros. I got my two, uh, what are those called? The quest for the brokers down there. They send you to dungeons. Oh yeah, the weeklies or whatever. The, those the weekly quests for the broker peoples. I, you know, did those really quick last night, and I was going to or was to go turn that in. Oh, this is why I didn't do that quest yet. And then I was going to go turn that quest to Bolvar. And then I saw that there was a line of frogs going around <laughs> the circle, and a little conga line just kind of going around. And I'm like, how could I not join that? So I got my my. Ardenwheel Frog and just trying to ride in and notice actually a couple of my guildies were up like further in the line. I was like, hey guys, what's up? And just kind of, you know, just waddling around all frog-like. It was just peaceful and joyful and everyone was just having a good time with it and it was just, it was nice. <laughs> I took a screenshot and put it on Twitter. <laughs> it was great. I like the, the reason why you didn't finish the quest line that we're basically going to be talking about today. It is because you joined a cockle line. <laughs> of frogs. That's the important part. Of frogs. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. Now, to be fair, actually. I didn't realize that I was this close yeah, I didn't to either. the quest line. 
because I did the whole, you know, find Anduin stuff and, and twisting corridors. And that's the quest I needed to turn in. I didn't realize that this follow-up was that quickly after that quest. And so... Yeah, it was like... Uh, I'll be doing that tonight after we are done recording. <laughs> okay, yes. After I ruin everything for you. So you're like, clean it. <laughs> ah, that's fine. It's it's one thing to see it and then hear the voice lines. It's another thing you experience it with my own character. It'll yes, it's very true. Like... Yes. I don't know. Whenever I see it, I'm just like... Whatever. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was when I was doing the that quest... Um, all of a sudden, I was like, I just figured I was like, okay, turn it in, saw that cutscene, and then like crap started happening, and I was frantically taking screenshots and throwing them into the notes. I was like, I'm gonna talk about this too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I did, yeah, I noticed that those were added, and I was like, oh, hey, this is new. <laughs> yeah. Is it so? So does the crap start happening right away, or is it after? Because like for example, I. What what had I done? Was this this was after I saved Thrall? Uh, yeah, after I saved yeah. Thrall, uh, you know, and, you know, bring him back to Oribos, turn the quest. I assumed they'd be talking to each other, and there was no talking. I'm like, all right, peace out, guys. Started walking right, and after I was like, like <laughs> almost to the door, I hear them start talking behind me. I'm like, what the. I had to like turn around and go back. I'm like, sure. Now you talk. Like, what was that a little awkward pause there? I'm like, thanks, thanks, guys. I could have missed that, and I would have been so mad. Yeah. I don't remember what they talked about when Thrall got rescued. Um, they so as soon as you turn in the first bit of the quest, um, there is some more talking that you should pay attention to as well. So, uh, Talia just, and I Kalia just won't join. Run in. away! I yeah. won't, won't run away quickly this time. Right. Yeah, it's a. Jaina, like everyone starts talking. It's not just like thrall. I'm sure it's it's all of them. They're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Blah 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 blah. I don't really remember <laughs> what they say. <laughs> things, I'd things and stuff. Just, I'd have to look it up. <laughs> but they were just like, oh man, this is messed up. All right, well, you do anything else? So I joined uh, that's, <laughs> that's about it. Conga line. I uh, I mean, I was gonna talk about the second, but we're gonna talk about it now. I apparently need to level my cooking skills in. Uh, classic <laughs> Warcraft or, or maybe, maybe vanilla Warcraft. I made buzzer bites last night from the Warcraft cookbook. And I mean, they're, they're delicious as long as you don't mess up one of the ingredients and include too much vinegar. <laughs> My stomach did not like that today. So I am not drinking alcohol tonight. <laughs> yeah. So but. I apparently need to level my cooking a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough sometimes. Um, but it's, it's a pretty fun cookbook. There's some, I mean, some of the recipes are definitely fancier with, you know, more kind of out there ingredients, but some they are actually pretty doable and pretty tasty looking. Yeah, I kind of want to get that cookbook, too. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have it. That's like the one Warcraft book I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on that. Yeah, I should. I should do it on that. Mm, cooking. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's. That's enough about me. How are you? What have you been up to? Oh, I was thinking about this and the answer is really actually not that much. Um, uh, apparently I finished a quest that was very important. And I, I already talked about uh, I had finished the the raid on normal. That was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the little crisscross lines and all that. And that was, it was good times. <laughs> <laughs> little crisscross lines. I mean, that was the one that I felt like that was the only mechanic that was probably going to kill me because... They, they do come pretty fast. <laughs> so it's like, they do. Ah! Um, but other than that, I mean, like, 
I so I, I finally started running again. I don't know if you remember this from like two months ago. Where yeah, I was like, you jacked up your yeah yeah leg or some knee. It was uh, leg knee calf. It was like my calf muscle. So yeah, that's calf. That's right. Yeah, so it doesn't hurt anymore. Yay. Good. Yay. So um, yeah. Um, so running and the funny thing is, is it's it is so funny how fast the <laughs> how fast you lose running because uh, well, yeah, when I uh, probably about uh, oh cat uh, like <laughs> Libby agrees. Yeah, she does agree. She's like, why do you think I run around the house at 3 a.m. every night? You got to keep it up, idiot. <laughs> it goes quick. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I mean, like, I mean, I don't think this was like five, six years ago. Maybe I ran a half marathon super fast. Now I'm like two miles. It's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, I mean, she's that's about it. I can't really think about anything else. Put Christmas decorations away, but yeah, you know. we did that too. Finally, yeah, it was finally sad. It was funny yeah. too because we we decided to go for one of those fake trees, but they had the flocked, you know, where they put the put the, put the snow on there. Oh yeah, they had, that stuff's messy. I'm just gonna tell you. Oh, did it like just go everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go everywhere, but it's it kind of it likes to shed a little bit. So. <laughs> So uh, do make sure you dust after you put the flocked tree away, because if you yeah, dust, that makes sense. If you dust and then put the flock tree again away, you're gonna have to do it again. That's that's my advice for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. All right, well, that's kind of it. So, what are we drinking tonight? Well, yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah, buzzard bites said no. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, we we had this grandiose plan to drink something else I was super excited about, which we will be drinking next episode. Yeah. Just so well, you know. <laughs> as long as I don't get into it too much. Because I'll tell you right now, it's super good. <laughs> I told, man, tell everyone about that. <laughs> it's super good. Uh, yeah, it's dangerous. I'll put it that way. It's dangerous. Because <laughs> it's, it's very so tasty. We'll talk about that next episode, though. But, but for now, I, I texted you and I was like, yeah, I can't do alcohol tonight. My my stomach will hate me, but you can do whatever you want. I'm gonna have seven up, and and he's like later texts me back. He's like, I'll have Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'm doing the gamer thing. It literally says Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on here. Ah, that's legit Mountain Dew, man. Yeah, it's Mountain Mountain Dew Zero <laughs> Zero. It's good. I like it. It's like the new one because it used to be what is it Mountain Dew and then Mountain Die Mountain Dew, the lame one. But you know, uh, so it does taste better than Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's kind of like the difference between that's good to Coke know. and what is it, Diet Coke, Coke Zero. and Coke Zero. Yeah, it's yeah, like okay. that, that level of difference, in my opinion. Well, yeah. All right, because I did, I did see that. So when I went, I stopped at a gas station to get Seven Up, and for some reason, I only had cans. And I was looking through the cans, and I'm like, oh, Mountain Dew Zero. zero? What? Yeah. This is this is new. Yeah, that's pretty good. I should I should have just gotten it, but. Yeah, that's pretty tasty. I like it. All right. All right. Well, I think it's time to talk about something else. Would you agree? Yes. Yes, I would. I mean, I can keep talking about Mountain <laughs> Dew if you want. I don't know how interesting it's going to be, but I mean, okay, fine. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking <laughs> Okie dokie. So last time Jin was in charge of the notes, he uh, he apparently broke some brains, uh, talked about some yep. philosophy and how there's no free will and that's about to change, right? 
You you heard that, right? If you didn't, <laughs> that's episode nine. Okay. So what the heck are we talking about now? Well, well, we're gonna go down a rabbit trail again. And it's not as crazy. It's not as crazy. All right. All right. So, like I said, why not return to that exact same rabbit trail, rabbit hole, whatever? And I got here in the notes talk about matrix references, where it's like, let's see how deep this rabbit hole goes. No, it's not Morpheus talking about red pills and <laughs> let's stay in Wonderland or something. No, 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 no. But we do have another cutscene to dive into. So, you know, Anduin, Sylvanas having a little chit chat. Mm hmm. And before we go into any deep, you know, any deeper, let's just let's just warn you. There's spoilers if you haven't done this quest line today. So, yeah, because we're totally going to we're totally going to spoil it. It's, it's earmuffs. Whole, yeah, earmuffs. This one, that button. I don't, I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you got to do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Yep. So if you don't want, if you don't want to spoil yourself with this fun little, little cutscene. Yeah, let's, uh. See you when you're done doing the quest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you how to do it. Basically, you go finish, you go do the twisting corridors thing. You finish that quest line with Anduin. Da 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 da. And then you'll just go back to Orbos and, Bor- and Bolvar totally wants to talk to you again. So that's it. That is how you do it. All right. Easy. Yeah, it's not too bad. Now. Let us do a little thing here. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I like this. We're going to watch it. We're watching it together. Yeah, we're going to watch it again. Hey, it's just like (laughs) last time, but hey, it's a different cutscene. So let's do this. Here we go. Sire Denathrius has been taken prisoner. What is our plan to recover him? He's not ready. Then a more direct approach is necessary. We have not come this far. Only to fall now. You know what must be done. Ah, there she is again. You know, these endless lectures of yours have failed to convince you. Oh, snap. Regardless, (laughs) the conversation is over. One way or another, we will have you. So I will offer this one last time. Join our cause or be made to serve. What kind of choice is that? Why even give me... Light bulb. It's the choice. Exactly. Despite all your grand designs, there's still some shred of your mortality haunting you. As if the Banshee Queen hasn't entirely eclipsed the Ranger General. Don't. Now I understand why you brought me here. Why you've tried so hard to persuade me. Because if you can get me to let go of hope, you finally can too. Enough! You are only making this harder on yourself. Not harder on me. Right now, 
You hold all the power. How will you use it? I will not come this far to falter now. Then why do you hesitate? Make your choice. Sylvanas Windrunner. Oh, snap. Yeah. So, I'll just, before we dive in like we did last time, initial thoughts, what are we thinking? What What is, yeah. For I have multiple. All right, multiple well, thoughts. Go, go for it. <laughs> First off, voice acting. Mm, so good. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, awkward nipple shot from the jailer is awkward. <laughs> it's just like right there, like in the, almost the middle of the screen. It's like looking up at him or something. It's just like nipple. I'm like, that's too much jailer nipple, guys. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that shot. So I've actually really gotten into a um, there's a friggin' YouTube channel. You probably really like it, too, uh, Allie. It's called Cinema Therapy. If you haven't heard of it yet. They, they basically break down certain uh, movies and talk about uh, some of the different things they talk about. Uh, one's a therapist. The other's a filmmaker. Um, oh, cool. The, the therapist guy, he's fun. He talks about some those, like, those life lesson things that are really great. But the other one where I find it super interesting is the filmmaker where he starts talking about the different little filmmaking tricks they use. And I think that they actually employed some of those filmmaking tricks. Like, for example, the awkward jailer nipple shot. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's not a filmmaking trip trick. But actually, what it or was. Is it? Well, maybe it is. We need to ask him. <laughs> what do you think about awkward nipple shots? Is it the thing? <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> well, one of the things he was talking about is how uh, they'll they'll do different camera angles to kind of invoke different uh, feelings. Uh, one of the yeah. great ones is. Uh, the, the example he gave was in, in Harry Potter in the first one, like Philosopher's Stone or whatever. Uh, Sorcerer's Stone, if you're in the America or whatever. <laughs> I think it's actually Philosopher's Stone in the UK. Um, they would actually always do the camera angles kind of from low looking up whenever it was yeah. uh, when he was at home dealing with like the, the awful parents. Just to show that kind of like child's eye view and how imposing these adults looked. And it was like it was supposed to make them look scary. So that's why I think. The jailer, they got this like look up at him, and well, there's a nipple. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, because they, they they always seem to show that him from a much lower angle, looking up at him. If you know, what I mean. right? Yeah, it's never like boop. Except like I think there was one where I think it was a super far out <laughs> shot just to really show the kind of difference of here's the jailer, right. and here's, here's the bonus. bonus. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they did do that once, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. cinema therapy. It's great. It's great YouTube channel. Check it out. I like it. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I want to know what the blue gem he pulled out, the blue crystal. Like, I want to know more about that business. Yeah, me too. And like, if if there's some significance in that, how messed up? I feel would like there be must if that be. Was Varian, though, it's like it's kind of messed up. It wouldn't it be because it's like, oh, it kind of looks like a soul gem, kind of soul soul stuff. Right. It does. Yeah. Right. That'd be, that'd be rude, is all I'm going to say. Be rude. But we wouldn't put past him, but... No, I wouldn't. I'm just saying. It'd be rude, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to know more about that. I And just from... Just talking about, like, the, the beginning part of it here. And I know we're going to talk about this in a second. Like, Savannah's reaction... 
to how he is just like flippantly throwing Denathrius away. I kind of wonder if Sylvanas is worried if she's just going to be a tool. Yep. You know, we've seen it so many times in this game, you know, the and uh, end times, the old gods, you know, impaled Deathwing on the Wormrest Temple. You know, we, we've seen so many times where so-and-so is a tool and they get discarded. And I've wondered, like, is Sylvanas working with the Jailer? Or is the Jailer just using her as a tool? And now I'm starting to wonder if she's starting to wonder that as well. Like if she's going to be at some point discarded as well. Yeah. You, you almost get a sense of um, when Anduin says these endless conversations and she says they failed. You almost kind of wonder how they failed though, because maybe Anduin just happens to be winning the argument right now. Cause you know, in the last one he was like, look around you. What makes you think that you're not just a tool, Right. Right. So maybe that's kind of sinking in a little bit. Maybe the little lion is right. <laughs> might be. Might be. Right. Yeah. I, I'm kind of right there with you. I totally want to know what's up with the nipple shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just right there. It's just nipple. <laughs> nah, but, uh, but also the, the blue crystal, obviously. that That's the most... Who knows? It, it was like just, uh, and then obviously the one thing that I think is the the most fun that we're going to talk about even more is the hmm the way she's holding that sword when she's pointing yep. at him. Where have we seen that before? <laughs> exactly, and I think there's a moment where I think she actually realizes what she's doing. She's doing exactly what the Lich King did to her. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, this that like. The cinematics in this game are awesome. And it feels like they just keep getting better. You know, the, the detail they put into even just the facial features and how they respond to certain things. It's just everything is so purposefully done in these cinematics. And it's they're awesome. Like the Blizzard cinematic team is phenomenal. Yeah. I, so speaking about the, the, the animation in, in this cinematic... I, I just have to point out is that, yeah, they're getting way better, like way better than than they used to be. Like e- even just just BFA. Yeah. Like there was a couple yeah. in BFA where it was like, well, that's awkward. They're like, don't do that. And it looked like you were watching a Godzilla movie where the mouths are like totally not synced up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but in this one, they like they have expressions oh, and, and you can really so see good. that like they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you remember when Jana was like. Put the torch to tell yourself. Remember that one? <laughs> like, yeah. they've done that, but like way more in this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, some facial expressions in this one. So if you haven't oh, actually seen so this, you should Please probably pause it and like watch it so that you know it's, what we're talking it's about. It's not long. Yeah. You just heard it. Yeah. It's not that long. Just watch it. Yeah. It's and so good. Definitely worth it. Cause you got to, you got to see the facial expressions because those are, those are very important. The, the, honestly, that's like half the story. In the, in the yeah. thing, the audio is great. Like, you like just watch start, her, watch her eyes. Oh, so good. Yeah, she's like looking around, darting around. Like, oh, she's like, oh, sure, sure. Well, speaking about looking around, let's uh, let's get into this first little line here of this uh, your cutscene. And the reason I was a little bit late to the call is because I was prepping so I could do stuff like this. Zaya Denatrius has been taken prisoner. What is our plan to recover him? 
So, there you go. That's the first quote that we're going to be talking about. Well, my first kind of thought here is the Jailer had absolutely zero love lost when Sire Denathrius is taken prison. He's like, I don't care. Yep. <laughs> he sent me the anima. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> I'm done with him. Don't you remember that cutscene where like the, the, review, the literal rivers of anima came flowing into the maw? Hey, yep. he, he did his job. So, like... We're going to send a rescue team. Like, what else does he have to offer? (laughs) And I think this is where Sylvanas is like, wait, (laughs) I thought you guys were like buds. And I kind of just met you in the grand scheme of things. So you you can see like the warning flags going off (laughs) in her brain. (laughs) Yeah, you can kind of see where it's like, you know, he says that and Sylvanas is like, Okay, then. Uh, All right. I hope he doesn't. I I hope he's been locked in the mall for so long. He can't quite understand the weird looks I'm giving him right now because I'm giving (laughs) him weird looks right now. (laughs) I'm hoping he's not picking up on my body language because this just say I'm a little apprehensive. Yeah, because Sylvanas definitely seemed to be a true believer, much like the Tink Tink flag girl. I remember her. And she said, the horde is nothing. And everyone went, what? <laughs> like, it's it wasn't quite so, like, like obvious as, as you know, flag girl. But she kind of did, like, a little subtle one where it's like, where she kind of thinking, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm on the right side. <laughs> or at the very least, I don't know if I like my boss. I should go talk to HR, like, you know, report some complaints or something here. Right. Did I did I make the wrong decision in life? Yeah. Or in death. Or or, or yeah, or existence. Yeah. Afterlife, yeah. existence, <laughs> third life, whatever she's on now. I don't know. Like fourth or so. I don't I don't even know. Did she die going to the Shadowlands or did she just go banshee like just fly through? I think I she just know. went went banshee style. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Banshee style. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, so yeah, Solanas is definitely um, she's giving him the side eye a little bit. Like, what? What's up with this? Because I don't. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree with. Um, I'm I'm kind of picking up what she's what she's uh, laying down here. Because yeah, if someone was like. You know, your best bud. You were scheming together, you know. I don't know. It just seems seems rude, I guess, is uh, the most eloquent way I can put it. <laughs> that he's Sure, just, that works. Yeah. He's just gonna be like, No, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna save Denathrius. That's lame. Yeah, well, let's see here. You wanna jump into the next line, or do you have more to say about this? Uh no, I think I'm good. All right, we got more lines to talk about. Yeah, line number two. He's not ready. Then a more direct approach is necessary.
Dramatic Smashy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you're watching along with us, this is another point where you should really be paying attention to her face. Because I think where she first was like, oh, I don't like this whole Denathrius thing that you're just like abandoning him to the side. When he's like, hey, I don't care that your little uh, philosophy club has failed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't care that the little lion is, you know, beating you on points in your little debate team. Okay. So uh, you need to just go do what you're supposed to do. Or am I going to have to do it? Because I don't know. It might be real painful if I do it because you know, this sword is tiny. I mean, have you seen me? It's like this thing's like a toothpick to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I might break this kid. <laughs> so, like I said, you gotta you gotta pay attention to her face because she kind of she looks up at her. It's like you gotta you gotta do a more direct approach, and she's like, ah, crap. And then she starts. She does this kind of like almost like a sigh, and then looks down like, ah, crap. I'm not not sure. I like where this is going. Right. Um, cause you can re- you really can't see the wheels turning in her head here, uh, as if she's deciding what she intends to do, even if she knows what she, you know, quote unquote must do. Right. So it, do you have anything on this one else to add in? Cause I, I just like the, I just, you know, animation again, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. So good. I mean, you can, you can almost feel her hesitation, and the the choice she has to make here. And I mean, Sylvanas is right. Anduin is one of those types that if you can convince them to be on your side as part of your cause, it's going to go very, very well. And she knows that. That's why, I mean, that's why she's, he's saying, like she's saying he's not ready. But yeah, like just to, to see the hesitation to know like she, she didn't want to come to this is kind of what it looks like because she would have rather taken the time to convince him. Yeah, I very much agree. Um, it, it seems, and obviously we kind of know a little bit what I think what she's thinking is because she wants him to make the choice himself. Yeah. She doesn't want to have to force it on him. And I'm not, enti- like, I'm not, I'm not super certain that Anduin is like fully spot on. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, I don't know. She's got some weird internal demons, I think, is what's making her even oh, take yeah. this. Like, I don't know. It, it's very odd. Uh, cause, you know, at one point you can, you can see that a lot of people see that Sylvanas is, you know, as a lot of people like to say, oh, she's being this mustache twirly villain. But right here, you can see that there's way more layers than just like, I'm evil because I'm evil because my name's Goldan and I do evil things. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Like they, they had to like tack on that weird, like, hey, he would he got bullied as a kid. That's why he's evil to everyone and has no remorse over everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, sure, he had a, he had a rough upbringing, but you you think he'd find some compassion somewhere? But no, he didn't. Nope. <laughs> Whereas you know, with Savannah, I, I I don't know about past deeds, but in in this moment, this current activity, this path she's on she does believe she's doing it for the greater good. Yeah. I, th- and she wants him to see that too. Yeah. And I, and I think this is where you can kind of tell based on the hesitation or something where we're, you know, where she's kind of like 
really trying to get him to agree to this. And she, you know, she's having these long drawn out conversations that she really does want him to, to see, you know, like, yeah, like, look, this isn't just like, I'm not, this isn't just like, Oh, I'm being evil. And like, I'm breaking it down. Like, no, this, there's some seriously messed up stuff the way that this system is. The Arbiter is not some just system that you probably think it. Uh, you, okay, never mind. You just learned about the Arbiter like nine days ago. So <laughs> maybe you haven't processed it enough. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, and the, the last takeaway that I've actually been thinking about is, you know, I kind of thought Sylvanas was cool, right? Back in, uh, back in Warcraft three days. Then, you know, World of Warcraft, I mean, she literally had a night elf model and just would literally do the jumpy, jumpy thing sometimes. It was kind of funny. Yes, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she wasn't interesting in Classic. And then Wrath came around and she was interesting again, right? Yeah. And then and then in Cataclysm, she started to be a little more interesting. But I was like, ah, eh, she's, she, she's doing her thing. I don't know. Because I, I think right around that time is where I first learned about like the Edge of Night storyline, all that kind of stuff, and realized right. that, like, yeah, she had this motivation. She killed herself, and then there's, like, I don't know, there's some stuff that happened down there, and the the Valkyr convinced her, hey, we got, you, you don't, you, you don't want to be here, right? We gotta go, we're gonna do this. So, obviously, I'm hoping that we learn more about that conversation than just yes. that Edge of Night thing. And I think that's where Sylvanas really started being interesting, and I think, finally... If you kind of lead it all up to this, this is where I'm like, okay, yeah, it's took it's taken a really long time to get here, Blizzard, but I am now very much invested in what the heck this character is doing. Um, and I think they do this; uh, they're doing a really good job here because, I mean, obviously she's a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad villain, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, all those things. <laughs> yeah, like uh, what is it? I think it was. Uh, I don't remember the kid's name, but it was like the terrible horrible Ale- no- Alex- Alexander. Yes, I think? I think it was Alexander. Alexander, the terrible horrible, no, no good, good, very bad day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's Actually, a terrible. I have that book on my shelf somewhere over there. <laughs> Years of being an elementary school teacher for a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a good thing I'm talking to you about this because you get it. <laughs> Anyone else? I be do. Like, what? Yes. What book? <laughs> <laughs> what are you yakking about? I don't. Remember. That doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, she basically com- committed genocide, but she's got a reason for it, right? And it's this great reason. It's not just like, oh, the night elves are co- they're the cause of all the problems in the world. No, she's, that's a, you know, it's not a Hitler-esque version of this, <laughs> of this uh, genocide. It's a, uh, I mean, it's just as awful. I'll, I'll tell you, it is. Yeah. She burnt down their whole home and slaughtered thousands in, in one go, but... She supposedly had a reason behind it. And this is where you can kind of start seeing. I don't know. Like, and I think some of these hesitations is is maybe sometimes she's thinking, I don't know if that was worth it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like I killed all those people. And for what? For this guy, Mr. Awkward nipple shot, man. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just right there. I think that's the name of the episode. It's just right there. <laughs> I like it. Let's do that. Might be weird if I put nipple on the name of the episode. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. but see if you do, if you, if you leave it as it's just right there, it's going to, you know, intrigue people. But like, 
I wonder why that's the title. Maybe I should listen. <laughs> that's why, uh-huh. everybody. Nipples. <laughs> because nipples. <laughs> Damn you, Jailer. You're gross. <laughs> Put a shirt on. <laughs> He's just trying to be cool with his tattoos. He's like, these are all my tattoos. Awesome, guys. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> So the, the freaking jailer, he's telling her, hey, you got to take, take a more direct approach, right? You got to do it. So let's uh, let's jump into some Anduin talk, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Let's do this. Anduin. Ah, there she is again. You know, these endless lectures of yours have failed to convince you. Regardless, the conversation is over. One way or another... We will have you. Yep. <laughs> so, this section, I think, first points out Anduin's strength of character, considering what he's been through at this point. I mean, yeah, he's absolutely. Stuck in, stuck in Torghast. I mean, if you look at the, kind of like the whole kind of arc of what's led him to here, and he is very, I, I guess, the best way I can put it, he's very stoic in all of this. He's just like standing around like, well, what else am I going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to control all myself. And this is everything that I have control over right now in my little bubble. Literally, it's a bubble. <laughs> I'm in a little <laughs> circle. I can't leave. Um, and this is what I'm going to do. So he's not yelling. He's not freaking out saying, let me out or any of that kind of stuff. Like, like, like I yeah. totally would be doing. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be freaking out at this point. I don't know how long he's been there, but it's longer than like 20 minutes. And after 20 minutes, I'm yes. like, oh my God, let me out. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, and the other, the other reason why he's definitely got these uh, strength of character is she's totally failing to convince him of all her plots and schemes because, I don't know, Sylvanas is pretty convincing. Like, you heard me, you know, on episode nine, I'm over here going, she's got a point. <laughs> just a momentary flicker <laughs> <laughs> so i may have been like all right let's strap on the armor let's see what we can do <laughs> like a men in black moment let's put it on the last suit you'll ever wear <laughs> yeah okay then <laughs> yep yeah. and i like the he looks at her with the a little confusion as uh, as if things are slowly starting to make sense. And he's like, what? It's like, mm, it's over regardless. Blah, 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 blah. And Sylvanas admits that, uh, well, she was unable to convince him. Yeah. She uh, she kept failing her diplomacy roles. Yeah, or her persuasion, yeah. depending. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I think fourth edition was diplomacy. There's, I think there is persuasion in fifth edition. Yeah, there is persuasion fifth edition. I can confirm that. I okay. failed a couple of those rolls on Saturday. All right, or Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's been. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she. Uh, she probably should have took some expertise in uh, persuasion. That way, she would have got double of her proficiency modifier. Right there, you go. Yeah, so she totally. <laughs> but no, she was putting on points and bow skills. <laughs> <laughs> She forgot, she forgot the diplomacy. That's what everyone says. You know, war is easy. Governing is hard. Because everyone wants to put stats in the cool stats. Well, right? yeah. Yeah. 
It's even George Washington Hamilton was like, governing's hard, right? Fighting people's easy. <laughs> I still need to watch that. It's good. It's great. I freaking love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one way or another, they're going to find him. They're going to get him, get him, get him, get him one way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's about as good as I can sing, which is not good. Beautiful. Be as beautiful. <laughs> yeah, seriously, one way or another, they're gonna they're gonna get them. And uh, so, before we continue, let's 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 ask the the first thing. You think Andy was gonna be a raid boss? I've gone back and forth over that because I've been asked that before, and I I don't know. Well, okay, let's ask an easier question. Do you want him to be a raid boss? I don't think I do. There, there was a time that I'd totally be on board with that because why me and I'm just I'm done. But we've seen enough character development in him over the last couple of years. You know, yeah. I was really impressed with what we saw in Before the Storm and how he stood up to Savannah and... <laughs> Okay. And then, you know, how he went to the jail cell with Sarah Fang and stuff to him. Like, we, we're, we're seeing that he's not whiny little Anduin boy anymore. So. So I don't I don't want him to be a raid boss. Mm-hmm. Can I see him being one? Potentially. I don't know, though, if it's going to be of his own accord or if it's going to be jailer puppet. Raid boss. So speaking of whiny Anduin. And then it also ties into how we are singing the praises of these uh, cutscenes. I would like to point you to the ending cutscene of Mists of Pandaria. (laughs) And just look at the animation of Anduin right there. And then look at the animation there and you're like, dang, Blizz, you came a long way. (laughs) Not that long a time. (laughs) They had a glow up. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, he had like four polygons on his face in that. (laughs) Right. Father, what are you doing? Jeez, boy, you look (laughs) terrible. He was going through, he's going through puberty, man. He was actually at that point. He was. (laughs) (laughs) He went from whiny, creepy, creepy little kid in Stormwind following you around. Just those kids were super creepy. (laughs) <laughs> what we saw in Miss Pandaria with puberty and all of, all of his adventures there. And now we get this guy who, you know, punches Rathion in the face and... Anduin. It's been so long. Oh, dragons. Stands up to Savannah and Saurfang. He's he's come a long way. He's come a long way. Yeah. we went. He went from kind of meh to you're kind of annoying to... I like you. You're a good dude. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you had enough of daddy rub off on you that I like you. <laughs> and he's still, like, I don't... I don't want him to die during this expansion because we are finally seeing some great things from him. And I feel like he has... I mean, he, he's only, what, 18? I think he's 19 now, maybe 19 20. 19 now? But yeah. Like, so he's still young, you know? He's super like, young. Yeah. He very I don't want him be to die. I would be okay if there is chaos amongst the ranks of the Alliance leadership, because it's kind of our turn, I think. But I don't want him to die. Yeah, there's a part of me that kind of wonders. Um, 
if he does become a raid boss and he does die because just because he's a raid boss doesn't mean he's going to die. I mean, there's lots of raid bosses that survive. True. Let's true. just look at Jaina. You can um, you know, beat the corruption out of him and then he'll be okay. Right. It's possible. Uh, yeah, so, so, I mean, so to answer my own question of do I want him to be a raid boss? Um, I think yes, I do want him to be a raid boss, but I don't want him to die. Okay. okay. Um, but if he does die, I almost feel like, I, I feel like that was like a, um, <laughs> like a callback to um, Before the Storm where Gen was like, you need to marry someone now. Just go get that a did date. Seem like from, <laughs> that did seem like some foreshadowing in that moment. That is true. You're going to put the kingdom in disaster if you're dead. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure he's saying it just like that, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Stormwind the musical, just like Hamilton. It's just, <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so you know they're gonna get they're gonna get Anduin, and uh, I mean that's what that's what she says. So I honestly think that they will, because like, where's he gonna go? You know what I mean? I mean, un- yeah. unless he freaking crits his diplomacy check, and he's like, "Join me, Sylvanas," <laughs> right? And together we'll take down the jailer, and <laughs> free everything, and something. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, later in these notes, I think I put a, a quote in uh, in here. Uh, about uh, something he said at the end of Before the Storm. So it's like the second Before the Storm callback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you got anything else to add to this one before we jump into our next quote? Let's jump in. Okay. Oh, crap. I should have I should have na- labeled these a little better. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I think it's this one. Uh, we're just going to go for it, and then I'll stop it if it's wrong. So I will offer yeah, this great. one <laughs> last time. Join our cause. We'll be made to serve. What kind of choice is that? Why even give me? It's the choice you never had. Oh, snap! <laughs> and you can very clearly see that light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah see, in, I got in, a, just in, his, in his face. I got a screenshot of those baby blues. Yeah. Like, seriously, <laughs> look at those blue eyes. Those are, those are dreamy. Like, I like those. They are. It's true. Like, I got some pretty <laughs> pretty bright blue eyes, but those are a whole nother level. <laughs> That's like Martina McBride blue eyes. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Let's right up there. So, <laughs> anyway. Okay, so this line goes back to what we were talking about during episode nine with no one has free will, right? Because it's like, what kind of choice is that? There's, no, you don't, you don't really have free will here. <laughs> well, regardless of how you fall on the argument of free will, Sylvanas wasn't given the choice. She was made to serve, just like she's currently threatening him, right? And Anuin looks genuinely shocked when it finally hits him, too. He's like, oh, crap. Like, this is why you've been pushing so hard and, you know, making so many diplomacy checks, because this is just, this is, this is weird. Yeah, I keep calling it diplomacy when there's totally persuasion. I'm so stuck in fourth edition here. It's very funny. Because <laughs> there wasn't, I don't think there was a persuasion check in fourth edition. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, I, I love the look on his face here because he's just like, it's the choice you never had. Because obviously we all know exactly what happened to Sylvanas. You know, stabby, stabby. She says, 
the best that you, you know, you, you, I deserve a clean death. And Arthur's just like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Not well, after you did to me, little woman. And then he made her a banshee, as we all know. So, anything else to add to this one? I think it's interesting and it makes me think about the fact that because I th- I think part of the reason she is trying to give him this choice and trying so hard to give him all these chances to make this choice is, you know, like you said, like it's a choice you never had. And I feel like for her, it might be a little bit of a. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what the right word would be. Just trying to make up for the fact that she didn't have that choice. She spent so many years filled with rage and that desire for revenge and, you know, vengeance and justice and all that against Arthas. And I think the fact that she, that life of the, you know, Banshee and everything else that's happened since then was forced upon her. You know, the fact that she is trying so hard to give him this choice, it makes me feel like. She she it's it's she doesn't want to inflict on someone else what happened to her. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I think that she Yeah, just just like you said, she doesn't want to basically be the exact same kind of monster that Arthas was to her to her. Yeah. She even though she like the, the kind of the the ends, like the end goal is the same, whether that she forces on him on it or not, she kind of wants at least you know, upon face value here, it looks like she just doesn't want to be the same kind of monster that Arthas was because if you go back to some of the other kind of cutscenes and some of the other discussions that you kind of get with the whole, the, the, like the talk about the Helm of Domination, how the, the Helm of Domination was going to be the key that was going to lead them in, right? That was going to be the what gets the jailer through to the other world. And then Sylvanas breaks it, Right. So like that, yeah, doesn't really make make sense, right? So like all the late, like the Lich King was gonna like usher them in. That was gonna be like their open the door for him kind of thing, and she she breaks it. So it's like it's almost like she's trying to do everything that is being asked of her, but not exactly the same in the way that they're expecting, right? Right. So it's like, oh, get Anduin, turn him into like Lich King 3 or 4.0 at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, okay, you got it, boss, but I'm going to go have a really long, drawn-out conversation so that he wants to be the Lich King, kind of like how Bolvar chose to put the hat on. And yeah. the jailer's like, okay, I got it. Like, do what you want. <laughs> as long as you get the job done. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, you know, she's not getting the job done because... Anduin, he's he's a stubborn, he's a stubborn boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And the jailer's like, okay, you had your fun. Just, you know, just do it already. Can you just do it, please? <laughs> I'd really appreciate it if you just did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that, that's, that's how it feels to me, is that yeah. she, I don't know. And obviously, I think we're going to know more before the end of this expansion. But she definitely feels like she's trying to play along, but with her, like, her in her own way. You know what I mean? Right. 
where it's like, oh yeah, sure, I'll totally open the way and things like that. But uh, I broke the helm because I'm not putting that thing on, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, sure, I'll go ahead and do this and get him to serve us, but uh, I'm going to make it his choice. I'm not going to just stab him and laugh at him and then raise his soul and do it. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing the... It's like she's doing everything she possibly can to not be Arthas, even though we kind of alluded to she's kind of being a little Arthas-y. <laughs> So, so here's a question. Do you think it's so she doesn't, you know, become like Arthas or do you think it's because she's trying to maintain some semblance of power and not let the jailer have all the power over her? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It could be both. Like, I, I don't know. Like my take on it is. She is really working hard not to be Arthas. Like, that's the yeah, thing I that agree. she has hated yes. above all else. For but sure. at the same time, she's also, yeah, she's also trying to, I don't know. I think she's trying to also make sure that she's not become obsolete like Sire Denathrius was. Where it's like, right. oh, here's your anima. Or then, like, for example, oh, here's Anduin. I turned him for him. Okay, thanks. You're, you're no longer needed. <laughs> you have been made redundant. Goodbye. <laughs> so I, I think- know, one of the things I've wondered is with with her and what she's doing because she is doing something you know slightly different than what Nathuris wants. It made me wonder for a time if she's going to be doing kind of the Illidan thing, where she's going to be like, "Yeah, I'm totally on your side. Let's do this thing," but I'm secretly against you in my own way. Over here, yeah, I was kind of just on in board. the but in the end, you know, I was kind of on board with the idea that she, you know she's not Garrosh 2.0, she's Illidan 2.0. Um, just because I mean, I, I, at this point, I she's not Garrosh 2.0. Like she she's done some bad stuff, and blah, 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 you get the idea. But mm, I I think the uh, the the what I what the, the Comparisons are starting to look a little thin there at this. Yeah, uh, with this that's side. true. Um, yeah, like it was totally there, totally there, and then she went off in another direction. You're like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it, it like it does feel like she's doing some, you know, Illidan esque stuff. But yeah, I don't know. That's uh, it. It could be, maybe. But at the maybe same not. time, I don't know. I've, I've seems, gone back and forth on that. I don't know, like, with these two cutscenes, it's kind of like, hey, I'm totally a bad guy, but I want I want you to be a bad I want you to want to be a bad guy. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I want you to want to be right. a bad guy, Anduin. Uh, I, don't, I don't just want you to be a bad guy. Because I could totally make you a bad guy. And then you gotta wonder, but why do you, like, what's with this? You're really into this, like, we're giving free will to everyone. Like, that's the whole point. So she's trying to, like, super duper adhere to it. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that was the thing. She's like, we've never had free will, little lion, but that's about to change. That seems to be like a big thing for her. And that's also why it's taken her so freaking long to, do, <laughs> to deal with the Anduin here because he's not giving in. Yeah. So, you got anything else for this one? This, uh, that's pretty much it. I think, but I think you're right. Like, I think she's very much just going out of her way to avoid trying to be. She's she's trying to not be like Arthas, and she's going out of her way to make that happen. 
Mm-hmm. But now the jailer is forcing her hand. Yeah, a little bit. Well, we'll see what Anduin has more to say about this. How about that? Despite all your grand designs, there's still some shred of your mortality haunting you. As if the Banshee Queen hasn't entirely eclipsed the Ranger General. Don't. <laughs> I love that. Don't. so good. <laughs> yeah. Like you could tell like she was totally like in that moment just like triggered just mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you if you saw the the Talias and Evtel uh, like Talias and Cinematic Break uh, review on this I've one. I've not watched that yet. So he points something out that I didn't that didn't catch on and obviously he's way more into like theater and things like that than I ever was. Uh, she does this, uh, she, there's like a tell where you were like, you know, she's the end. was getting under her skin where she like, she like, uh, like balls her, her fist up and you can kind of see it where she also did it with the, um, the, the Makara with what's that friggin' oh. what's his face name? Sarfang. Did you just, did you just, what's his face? Sarfang? Yeah, I totally did. You know, what's his face? Sarfang. <laughs> Judging you. <laughs> Can you see this? <laughs> Judging you. <laughs> this is me judging you. <laughs> yes. You know, Farrakh. Not Rockscar. Farrakh. Well, like we said, as Anduin, he stumbles upon what Sylvanas has been up to. It's again important to pay close attention to her face because, yeah, seriously, if you, come on, if you're not watching this, watch it. It's really good. Yeah. She's like, it's kind of funny too, because like, because the way I got these little screenshots. At first, she's like, meh, 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 you know, droning on, like she's just like looking off to the side, like, okay, whatever, little boy. <laughs> and then as he talks a little more, she's like, mm, I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> and then finally, when it gets to the to the don't, where I think Patty Matson is just killing it with the friggin' oh my gosh, <laughs> with, she's so good <laughs> with the voice lines. You can just see the like the hate and the vitriol in her. Like you said, she's been she's been triggered. Her, yeah, it's, it's like, well, you thought you were really cool as a ranger general, and I guess you're still trying to live up to that, aren't you? Hmm? Still trying to make mommy and daddy proud. Is that what's going on? Hmm? Still can't quite live up to Illyria's little legacy. Is that what's going on? Farisa hmm? had the better life than you. Is that what's happening? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Naming tropes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what Sylvanas is up to, honestly. Yeah. I just like where he says, uh, there's still sh- some shred of your mortality haunting you. Um, I mean, if you want to go there, I mean, that's where you can go all the way back to the, uh, the Sylvanas Warbringers where it's like, you know, you've made, you know, you've made all life your enemy and you cannot kill hope. And she's like, uh... I can. <laughs> okay, yes, the direct quote is, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. It, it seems like not only has she been trying to kill Hope for all of her enemies, she's like been trying to kill Hope inside her too. Like, like it's just that, you know, that momentary flicker. Right? She's, she's still got that flicker of Hope still in there. Right. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. What do you think? I can see that. It was just, it was very interesting to see the change of her expression in that moment when you could tell that he did hit that nerve. It was just, uh, it was, it was just, it was just so well done. Mm-hmm. Just that uh, everything came together so well for this cinematic. 
It's just so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about getting under the skin, I think this is where Anduin really kind of pisses yes. her off because he's he it's keeps talking. Get to. This way. Yeah, here we go. Now I understand why you brought me here. Why you've tried so hard to persuade me. Because if you can get me to let go of hope, you finally can too. Oh. <laughs> like I said, you can't kill hope. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, man, here's the funny thing. Oh, oh, here it is. I knew I put this quote in here. <laughs> said, I think this line is a little contradictory of what we, he had thought at the end of Before the Storm. Uh, it's only a little bit, though. Uh, so, by the way, if you're kind of curious, literally the very last sentence of Before the Storm, it was very easy to find. I just flipped it to the end of the book and it said, I believe that Sylvanas Windrunner is well and truly lost. So, there it is. That's that's what he said. Yeah, kitty Sim, come say hi. Meow. Is it Libby? She says hi. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to talk about Sylvanas as well. She's kind of the same color as Sylvanas. She is, yes. <laughs> but Libby's prettier. Yeah, that's true. I agree. <laughs> I mean, she's got crazy eyes, but not like those evil red eyes. True. Which, yeah. man, the the changes in the eye is just so good. Yeah. All right. Well, Sylvanas is either kind of sick of his shit, or she's doing the whole, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. Because... <laughs> <laughs> She's getting a little, little upset at this. Uh, so, yeah, she's either truly triggered or... I don't know. There's, there's something there. Something there. So. So, this topic of giving up on hope also goes back to the video. Yeah, I already put that in there. Look, and we already talked about it. It's like it's like I could remember what I already put in the notes. Can't yeah. I? Well. <laughs> look at this. I'm like so good at this. I just remember all the things that I wrote down before I even get to them in the notes. It happens to me in all my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Anduin realizes that her quest to kill Hope isn't just for everyone else, but also herself. See, I said that too. Because, <laughs> yeah, she hasn't really given up on Hope completely. Because without Hope, we would never strive for anything. See, I didn't say this yet, so it was a good thing I was looking at my notes. It's true. It's true. She has hopes that her and the jailer's plans will be successful. Right? You can think about that is that is a hope in in a in a sense. Uh, why the heck would you be doing any of this stuff if you didn't have hope? Right? Or why would you be yelling like a cat? <laughs> Limby also has hope. She does. And she's very <laughs> she's very funny. <laughs> she has hope to, uh, I don't know, eat kibble. <laughs> they all do. They all yeah. do. Well, that's, that's it. <laughs> so I've gone back and forth on this with Sylvanas and her hope because there was a time when she did give up on hope and threw herself off of Ice Crown. And then she regained hope and realized that she could, you know, still potentially do things and whatever happened in edge night or whatnot. And mm -hmm. now at, at, the, at this point with her and hope, part of me wonders if she wants to kill her hope 
because maybe she feels like she has to in order to make this plan fully succeed. Yeah, that's actually a good point that you bring up because she did give up on hope. She don't kill yourself if you. Yeah. If, if you have hope still, you, you don't go down that route. So yeah. So she she knows what it's like to to give up on that hope and to to respond thusly. And so I'm part of me wonders if she does want to give up on that hope and to kill her own hope because maybe that's what she has to do in order to make this plan work. Yeah. Is to kill that hope, to kill that last little bit of humanity she may still have. Yeah, because the weird thing is too, because if you think about it, I don't think she got any of her hope back because I think the hope that she had and that she was done with the first time that she let go was, you know, the hope of life. Yeah. Right? She is strangely now clinging to some form of hope and death. If, if you yeah. know what I mean, because she's, she's tied herself to the jailer and death comes for the soul of your world and all that stuff. So, yeah, she is. No, I mean, the, the lady in the, in the Warbringers video is right. She has made life her enemy. Yeah. And, you know, when she says you can't kill hope. Yeah, that's. Uh, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny because when you when you first think about it or when we first saw that video, we were thinking that this is the most like gold dainty thing she's ever done. Like this is like she's just evil, rotten to the core. You know, there's no there's no meaning behind any of this. Right. And the fact that they were actually able to pull some meaning out of that. It's, <laughs> it's really interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm like, wow, well golf clap blizzard that's that's good because playing the long game i mean yeah i mean it was that so it was literally that it was that cutscene that made me go i should do a podcast (laughs) yeah it was and now here i am still talking about sylvanas it's like i'm a sylvanas (laughs) fan but really i'm kind of not it's it's very weird it's very weird. Well, it's, it's, you you can be a fan of her story and want to know more about it without liking her makes sense <laughs> I agree with that sentiment yeah um you know it's it's like it's like looking it's like liking a good villain right it's it's like the uh yeah exactly it's like Joker in a dark Knight yes nobody likes Joker he's a terrible person but he's a very interesting character <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just can't story look from- portrayed interestingly yeah yeah where you're just like oh he really just, he really is just kind of crazy. Just does what, yeah. you know, whatever. He's just, he is really like that, that dog that, you know, caught the car. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, no, this is, yeah, this conversation has led me to believe, think some, go, go some places. I like this. This is interesting. <laughs> I like this. All right. Well. You know, let's see if I push the right button now, because I don't think we let's let's go to the our our Arthas moment here. I like this one. So here we go. And this one. And this one. Now I understand. Nope, not that one. Nope. Enough. <laughs> Submit. You are only making this harder on yourself. Not harder on me. Right now, you hold all the power. How will you use it? 
Oh boy. So, again, we have a perfect example of Anduin becoming a lot more like his father than ever before. Yeah? Standing up to complete annihilation without blinking. Like, uh, so yeah, good job, Anduin. That's, uh, again, not something that I don't, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic that, that he finds himself in where she literally has all the power over him right now. And she is now holding, again, if you didn't watch this, you totally should, because she just pulled out his sword. Kinda. <laughs> well, yeah. It was his sword. Now it looks uh, a little different. It's uh, It was Charlemagne. I think that's how you pronounce it. Charlemagne. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Now it's Shalomorn, <laughs> as the community <laughs> is calling it. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah. Sylvanas is holding the Reforged Sword in the exact same manner that Arthas held Frostmourne in the Wrath of the Lich King cinematic, giving off a very strong Lich Queen vibes here. Yeah, the, the similarities were... They were strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of like one of those like like big flashing signs. Look at it. Look. <laughs> you see, do you see? I don't, know if, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Red Dragon, but that's what it reminds me of. I'm not. <laughs> There's he's got this slideshow thing where he keeps like showing him these images and he just keeps going, Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, she agrees. <laughs> All right, so Anduin seems to have accepted his position at this moment and and reminds her that she holds all the power right now and he has no free will in the matter. So it's like, like, in a, in like you know, if you think about it in a court of law, even if like, you know, regardless of what choice he were to make at this point, it was completely under duress. He really had no real yeah. choice in the matter. So it's, it's very much the, you know, what you put it like gun to the head situation where it's like, yeah, well... <laughs> Whatever it means to keep me alive. Like, that's that's what's happening here, basically. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's uh, she's totally become an Arthas. And, um, yeah. <laughs> but she really doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I think it was really smart of Anduin to make her see what he's seeing. To make her see that this is what she's doing. That she's pulling an Arthas. Exactly. And... I think that was pretty, pretty wise of him. Oh, yeah, I agree. Well, here is where I uh, really like to, to, to wrap up the cutscene. I really like the way she repeats the words of the jailer in the very beginning. So just right here where she says it. I will not come this far to falter now. Then why do you hesitate? Make your choice, Sylvanas Windrunner. Yeah. So she's like, I didn't do all this crazy crap that people call me mustache twirling villains just to falter now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, no, I can totally see that. But at the same time, he's like, okay, so you didn't come this far to falter now. What you waiting on? <laughs> well, I think this is where she's like, She's like, yeah, but the plan was always for you to like say, okay, I totally understand. And I, yeah, give me the sword, <laughs> give me the hat, right? I'm kind of like Arthur's now. I'm a Lich King. Because, eh, right. <laughs> I mean, that's, 
That's what, it's, that's what it feels like to me, because like we said, Sylvanas repeats the line that the jailer said at the beginning of the video in an almost strained tone, right? And the look yeah. on her face isn't one of resolute determination, but hesitation, just like he points out. Yep. Yeah. She is weighing the options laid out before her in real time. Like, you can really see the the gears are returning. <laughs> and Anduin and Anduin points out the obvious. She could force him to do what she wants with all the power she holds right now, but she's still hesitating. Uh-huh. Now, is she hesitating to try and still win him over, or is it something deeper? And I think we talked a lot about that. It feels like it is... I think it's both, right? She does want yeah. to win him over. I can, yeah, she still does. But the reason why she wants to win him over isn't just some superficial, like, oh, he'll be a better weapon. Yeah, like, who freaking cares? <laughs> I think it's it's a lot more than that. It's, I'm not going to be Arthas, is I really yeah. think. And and maybe that's a superficial, you know, reason. Maybe, maybe it is something even more than that. I don't, I don't know yet. Maybe, maybe we will know by the time freaking uh, Shadowlands wraps up. I hope we do, because, you know... I hope we do. I am definitely on board with what everyone else in the community is saying. Is like, I really like where they're going with Sylvanas, but I'm kind of done with her after this one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move think, on to something else. <laughs> I think we're, we're just about done with her. Yeah, so... Speaking about being just about done with her, <laughs> we're done with this video. <laughs> that was the end of it. Well... In a little bit of a conclusion, a little wrap-up, Sylvana seems to desperately want someone else to come to the same conclusion as her. And maybe some kind of validation that she's correct. Hmm? And I like that I put a bunch of question marks there. Because I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, it could be. I mean, if you think about it, this path she's on now has to be a pretty lonely one. Especially when she's surrounded by, you know, the jailer and the forces of death and Denathrius and all these people. Whereas Anduin is from Azeroth. And I can imagine that she would like to have an Azerothian ally in all of this. So she doesn't feel so alone in these huge steps she's taking that could impa- impact everyone for the rest of everything. <laughs> Basically, because <laughs> I mean, it's she has to be questioning if she's making the right choice, ultimately. And we, I think we saw a little bit of that in this. Oh, yeah. And so, of course, she's going to want someone to validate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also got here that it says Anduin is showing his unending dedication to the light and justice, even when staring down death. So. For all those Anduin haters out there, I get it. I mean, you know, he was. he Whiny, creepy kid. He, yeah, he was a whiny, <laughs> creepy kid. He was very much following in the footsteps of Auntie Jaina before uh, the destruction of Theramore, where she's like, I just want peace, 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 peace. <laughs> you know, it's a, to the obnoxious point of it's like, yeah, but there's like some serious crap going down. We can't just have peace just because you said peace. Um, yeah. Now I think he's he's a little bit a uh, little older, a little wiser, uh, and not so annoying. <laughs> he's actually kind of cool now. Um, I don't know, like throwing all the responsibility of like everything on top on top of a, an eighteen year old's shoulders will either one completely break him, and he's just a really lame character at that point, 
<laughs> because it's like, oh, well, you just crawled in the fetal position and said, well, I'm not doing it. Make Gen do it. <laughs> or you get something like we got here with Anduin, where he steps up and he totally did. Yep. I like that. Now, if you had asked me a couple days ago, where do we see this cutscene? I would have said, I don't know. <laughs> but now I do know. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Because what, what's basically going down, I'm going to give you just a little bit of a little bit of before and after. Obviously, to see all of this, you're doing the little boulevard channel into the helm thing. Okay, that's, that's how you witness this yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Okay. So... Bolvar's response after you witness this cutscene, he says, while his father was missing, I cared for Anduin like a son. To see him like that at the mercy of Sylvanas, and then it says, Bolvar's eyes flare with fire. Something must be done. Take a moment. Let me know when you are ready to discuss what comes next. Obviously, this is just quest text, right? So you're blah, 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 blah. And then you're about to discuss what's going to come next. Well, and I don't remember when I said this, but this was a few episodes into the silly show of uh, where I was like, I think it's silly that we stuck the helmet domination on this thing. Well, yeah. it's been very useful so far, but here's where you get the, the other side of the blade, you know, two sides of the two sides of it where, uh, Oh, I think the jailer's onto us <laughs> and he uses the same thing. It's, you know, it's like a Lord of the Rings reference, you know? It's like the little eyeball thing, you know? The little, the little glass. The eyes are on. Yeah. Yep. Where it's like, I know where they're going, right? But Sauron would totally like I There is no life in the void. Only death. Totally what it is. <laughs> That's literally one of the jailer's lines that he says in the, in the when you're in the mall. I see you. Right. Yeah, sort of it's super creepy, too. All right. So, well, his little uh, chains come popping out the helm and one of them grabs Bolvar and he's doing the whole like, like, you know, I know Ali's ran um, ICC about a million and one times. He's doing kind of the the merd and bronze beard. The, yep. Right? Yep. Yep. the wiggling up in the air. Right. <laughs> and then this is what you hear coming out the at the helm. by I will claim what is mine. Hmm. What's his? You know, like that's the one part where I'm like, I don't know. Like all the rest of the stuff we already talked about. We are like, we've talked a lot about the, the rest of what he said. But when he says, I will claim what is mine. I'm like, what? A little more specific, bud. I don't. <laughs> what, what Could is he it? potentially be talking about Azeroth in terms of how death should be coming for Azeroth. It should be his by now. Yeah, but that's the, the question is, why does he think it's his? Hmm. Is he just being selfish? He He's not, not exactly right in the head. Oh, okay, well, that's true. I mean, you, you lock someone <laughs> up for that long, I mean. He went a little mad down there, come on. Yeah, there are, there's a lot of studies that say solitary confinement does some serious 
serious psychological damage to people. So <laughs> if he was just chained to the floor, like you saw in that cutscene, uh, I think the, like the intro, like full res cinematic that they did where he was still chained down to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might be a little nutty by now. Yeah. Because if, if a, some of this was done in order to try to get open the way for him to go to Azeroth... Maybe, maybe he thinks that's what is his. Yeah, I think that's the most likely candidate at this point. I'm trying to think what else it could be. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the little glowy thing in the Arbiter's chest because he doesn't have one anymore. That could be. Right. Yeah, because well, yeah. that's the thing. They are. There's definitely some kind of connection with, between those with, with that. Yeah, because the Arbiter is the only thing that looks totally like a construct, like they built yeah. the Arbiter. There, There is... Uh, was it WoW Killer? Mm-hmm. Was Maybe. it... I, I listened to my shows. I don't remember. <laughs> but there was a theory in one of the shows that the Jailer used to do the Arbiter's job... But then something went down. He his privileges were revoked, and so they ripped that power out of his chest and put it into the Arbiter construct. Yeah, I, I and that's why there's that. that's why there's a hole there. Yeah. I don't know if I can see him doing the Arbiter's job per se. Yeah, I but I can see that connection between the two of them. Yeah, I don't know if that was like. I'm not sure. I'm like fully on board with like that used to be his job. But I do kind of like the idea of them basically saying, "Yoink, take this out your chest, and we'll <laughs> basically we'll put we'll build a new whatever that we need to to do this." Because it it, it kind of leads me to believe that 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 could have been something like that. Because why on earth? Because that leads me to, you know. The Arbiter breaks and then all souls suddenly start defaulting to the Maw. Like, why would you make that the default? Right? Right. Right, because that, that's where, you know, a lot of people go, well, because the Maw may have actually been the original intention for the Shadowlands. Starting point, yeah. yeah. Right, like that's just where everything went. And then someone came in here and built Oribos. It's clearly built. Like, it's this is yeah. the first ones did it. It's, that's what it looks like. And then they peppered the infinite realms of the Shadowlands with eternal ones to do things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, just like that. I don't know. This is this is when I really want those like the the Grimora of the Shadowlands book that I pre-ordered long, long ago, and I was really excited because Amazon was like. You're totally going to get it on January 5th. And they're like, psych. We were just guessing. <laughs> Do we have a date for that one yet? No, no. So I haven't, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I really need to. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think if you try and pre-order it now, it's just going to be like, it's not available right now. But I want to pre-order it. <laughs> I need it. Let's see. If I click on open orders, I can tell you what, what happens when you click. Yeah, here it is. It is called World of Warcraft, Grimora of the Shadowlands and Beyond. Okay. And yes, it says currently unavailable. <laughs> so even if you wanted to pre-order it like moi did, <laughs> you can't. I knew I should have pre-ordered it before. 
Oscar. Oh, now it's saying July 14th, 2021. Oh. But I mean, I don't know. It, it said January 5th, like, you know, a few weeks I ago. I just want to pre-order. I don't care. I just want to make sure I can get it because <laughs> I need it. That way we, we both get the, hey, we got a book. And I was like, oh, you mean this one that I got too? We can do that again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, to kind of wrap this whole thing up, you do a little, like, some Lulu's into the freaking hat. You're like, I don't know. You channel into the hat. You click on it. (laughs) I'm a warrior, and I'm literally doing this. Like, what is this? (laughs) Someone explain to me what my warrior is doing when I I channel something. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. Using your life essence to over... I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like when your character <laughs> does it, you're a priest. Totally makes yeah. sense. You're, you're, I have all sorts of loses going on. Yeah, you're like channeling the light into it. What am I doing? I'm just like, bro fist. <laughs> <laughs> you're channeling your rage into it. Okay, yeah, that, that's something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Could be. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. Anyway, uh, after you, you know, might stop making him go, ah, ah, you know, Boulevard. You know, friggin', you know, kicking his feet in the air. He then says, the jailer is gone from my mind. Thank you, Jinkin. That's totally what it always says. That's that's always what it says. It's not your character's name. It's always my character's name. <laughs> right. Just like I'm the Primus. <laughs> uh, he said, you saved me from a darker fate than you could ever know. For that, uh, you will ever have my thanks. There you go, and then you get a bunch of anima. Woo! I think that's like five 250 ones. Look at that. Hey, that's pretty good. That's a lot of anima. So yeah, if you want to... It is. want to wait till next next week to turn that in. <laughs> well, it, this show does come out on Tuesdays, so yeah. If you haven't done it yet, totally don't turn this in yeah. until you get picked up your 1,000 anima a week quest, and bam, you're done. Are we getting a new quest this week? You always get the 1,000 anima one, don't you? Well, yeah, I'm talking about from Bolvar. I don't know. I haven't logged in. I haven't logged in today yet. I haven't either. Yeah. Mm. That's that's going to be the deciding factor on whether I turn that in yet or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to know. Um, so I feel like this is a big moment to just be in text. Like the, so the jailer is gone from my mind. So does that mean he doesn't have the jailer's voice going on anymore? Well, yeah, you basically, so the jailer's chains were like wrapped around his his throat and it was like, you're mine now, punk. Because that's why basically what's happening is you're using the shard of the Helm Domination to witness all of this go down. And then you, you know, I think the jailer is like, dude, you've been staring at me the whole time. And then he's like, oh, well, I could do the same thing to you. So he starts choking out Bolvar, who's basically been doing this. And then you, like I said, you do your channel, whatever that is, uh, into the helm to uh, break it out. I mean, like Jane is there. She's also yelling some stuff. Talia's like, hold on, father. You know, some some of that that's going on. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, that's uh, and then, you know, after you after you turn it in, he's like, oh, my gosh, thanks. I really appreciate that. Uh, that was that could have been that could have been way worse. I'll put it that way. Could have been way worse. Like, I can imagine that relief for him, because not only does he no longer have the Helm of Domination on his head, trying to hold back the forces of death and, you know, do his thing. But now, like, 
that this is gone too. Like, and because to 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 re-experience all of that to that magnitude, I'll bet was really intense. Yeah. And so I could just imagine his relief to be done with that moment. <laughs> oh yeah. And speaking of uh learning more very soon, not necessarily with a book that was ordered. Uh, this is being recorded on the 19th. You'll listen to it on like, what, the 26th? As of today, do you know what is literally one month away, where we're one month away from? BlizzCon Live! Yeah, so... So excited. It's going to be good. I think we're probably going to get some more stories. At least for so. like, what's coming in 9.1. At, at the minimum. Yeah. At minimum. Cause and probably a date. Yeah. It... Uh, yeah, we should still be in 9.0. Um in one month I th- yeah I think so because like we've barely even scratched heroic and yeah we're we're we usually get like what is it ahead of the curve yeah ahead of the curve yeah like pretty easily yeah. so if we only got one month to do it I'd be shocked <laughs> so right yeah so yeah let's go online I'm looking forward to it yeah yeah all right you got anything else to end out this conversation with before we jump into some other stuff. No, I feel I feel pretty good about it. I I really like the cinematic, and so it's nice to be able to really dig deep. Yeah, and don't worry, folks. I don't think I broke anyone's brain today. This was this was a no, was, not, not, not too brain breaking. No, nope, this was just a fun conversation. Yeah. But no reviews this week, so uh, we're gonna jump right into this stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Well, speaking of BlizzCon, uh, I was there when Weird Al performed. I was in the audience. So I have a little story I about... not. Yeah, well, I know, because <laughs> last year was your first. Well, <laughs> yes. sorry. 2019 was your first. We're now in 2021. I can't say last year anymore. So Right. Uh, <laughs> weird. You're... That was weird. 2020 was super fast and super slow at the same time. I don't know if you noticed that. Yes. Yes, I did notice that. This is an awful dumpster fire that just is, it just won't stop, but it's actually going by pretty quick. Yay. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. So, yeah. And you're, you're thinking, why, what's with the Weird Al? Why did you talk about Weird Al? Uh, well, I was looking for uh, so a little positive story and, uh, you know, I'm just going to say, the day after we recorded last time, stuff went down. Things didn't feel very positive. So it took me a while to find this story. So uh, so bear with me. This is a fun one, though. I like this because he posted this on his Facebook. And there's a picture included. It's, it's pretty adorable. And it says, I was 12 years old in the ninth grade, younger than my classmates. Which makes sense. I was like, 12 years old in ninth grade? Wow. Anyway. And, as you have probably can, are able to imagine, pretty awkward, shy, and nerdy. It's got a whole song about being white and nerdy, so yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. it's a good song. I like it. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> one of my favorites. Well, uh, and he continues, he says, And I had a crush on Patrice Y., the girl who sat directly in front of me in math class, because the seats were all arranged in alphabetical order for some arbitrary reason. Of course, Patrice would never in a million years have suspected that I had a crush on her because, like I explained, painfully shy. <laughs> but one day, I decided I would make the big move. I decided to draw a picture of her and presented her with it. 
But because I didn't want to give her the impression that I liked her or anything, I also drew a picture of every single person in the class <laughs> and handed those out as well. Just to throw off the scent. All right. Full disclosure, I tried to make Patrice's picture a little bit better than everyone else's just for the just a, just a subtle hint about my feelings. Anyway, everybody seemed to like their drawings. And as you may have uh, predicted, my love life remained completely dormant for the next several years. Okay, fast forward nearly half a century later. Because I, uh, I think I think we're now like 61 now. Yeah, I'll double check yeah, that. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Half a century later, I'm checking my Twitter feed and I see some woman on there talking about how she used to sit in front of me during ninth grade math class. Being slightly less shy at my current advanced <laughs> age, I decided to follow up on this. I DM'd her and asked if by any chance her name was Patrice. Turns out it was. It was her, my ninth wow. grade crush. I then followed up and asked, Hey, by any chance, do you happen to remember that one time I drew a picture of everybody in class? A minute later, she sent me this photo. And we'll totally show you the photo. <laughs> she had saved it all these years. I just felt like telling this story because, well, 2020 was arguably a pretty sucky year overall. But the, there were some real moments of joy sprinkled in there, here and there. And for me, this was definitely one of them. So there you go. It was a friggin' adorable awesome. story of Weird Al strangely reconnecting with that crush, which so, I, I just think that was awesome. There you go. It is awesome. Very much so. R real talk here. When I first sat down to get ready to record and I was waiting for you to get here, I was looking over the show notes again and I, I read the Weird Al part. And then I read the description and for some reason, my brain at first was thinking this is your story. Nope. Like, well, isn't that adorable? <laughs> and then, oh, I see this. <laughs> and see, so I was really thinking, I was thinking like that you drew all these pictures and like this is your story. And so I was like all excited about it. I was going to ask you about it. And then like later it finally dawned on me that it was a Weird Al. Because I thought Weird Al was there because you were going to play some like funny Weird Al clip or something. And that this was your cute story. But no, this is all Weird Al. But it's really good though. Yeah, it was an awesome story. Uh, I like I like her freckles. Yeah, it's it's actually it's surprisingly really it's, really well done. Enough, it is really good. Yeah, <laughs> look at that, Alfred Yankovic. Yeah, <laughs> love that he goes by Alfred like that. Uh, that's freaking awesome, Patrice. <laughs> I love you, but I cannot tell you. <laughs> uh, I like the detail and and like her eyes. Like that's. That's actually really, really impressive. It is, yeah, no, it, it totally is. Like, I'm, I'm very impressed by uh, the photo. Yeah. So, well, that's it. That's a, that's a show, I suppose. Hmm. What do you think? Is that a show? Is a show? I'm distracted. So, was this this picture you're showing us? Is that like from Weird Out, right? From Facebook. Uh huh. Totally. Does he have the same countertop as you and I do? It looks like it. <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I feel like I'm looking at my counter, which, well, no, as you and I have discussed, it looks like it your counter, be, too. So, to follow the story, it would be her <laughs> countertop, because she snapped the picture. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, I wasn't thinking. So, we have the same countertop as Patrice. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I guess we'll push this button and go out of here, because this is fun. Yeah. 
Huh. Yeah. This is a good countertop, though. It is a good countertop. I like it a lot. There, I do have hey, more. Did you, what? Did, did, did you see that Kagar won the uh, Twitter poll? Yes. Oh, snap! Boo. <laughs> yeah, of course I saw that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>